Squared Circle Rewind, episode 93. I'm Jesse, joined by Dave and Ben. Um, it is, what is it, July 8th? Is that sure right? is. Yeah, it's yep. July 8th. It's about 9 p.m. Mountain Time. Um, and we're seven away from 100. Yeah. Seven Math. episodes away. And we're going to, we're gonna, by 100, we're going to be starting our YouTube channel. We uh, are? Oh <laughs> Ben's not in on the creative meetings for that. He just gets the script. He gets the creative results. Yes, exactly. Uh, but as always, we're going to start with some body slam. Body slam on current events with Dave Body. And now, here's Dave. What's up, Bias Summers? So I guess we're doing a special edition this week where I'll ask people something currently and then we'll touch about something that's relevant to the pay-per-view, correct? Well, that's kind of right? what yeah, that's Body what we're Slam doing. and Beneficial Facts is. I touch no, on like We're touching about like an actual conversation, a story that happens and that affects Fall Brawl. So it's the first time we've ever done that. That is true. It's okay. the first. Okay. We're creating okay. history. All right. Jesse gets it. I get it. I get I it. I just said I get it. It all makes sense. So we're talking about this, I'm going to say, silly storyline with Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins because going through the Twitterverse, it's the most popular conversation that's going on right now about how they've incorporated their real-life relationship into their storyline. And I'm thinking the only reason why they did this in a way that they have is because they're both champions. Yep. But at the same time, I don't even think it's about the championships anymore. It's all Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins' love story right now. Yeah. I mean, like, what were we, we trying to give prestige back to the Universal Championship, which basically had none because it was never defended and it was never around? You know, I thought we were going that route, but I mean, their relationship's going to overshadow their titles, so... Well, and, and due to this storyline, now we're subjected to seeing the man and Monday Night Rollins against every couple in WWE. Well, they're going to run out pretty quick because there's not a like, whole lot of them. I'm like, what is it? Like, what? Like, I, I just want to know what the end result of this is going to be. Why don't they be? just bring back mixed tag and just make that like your focal point? You know what they do? Have both have uh, have them both lose their championships, and then have them like bring in the first ever intergender tag team championship. Just have, have them have it. So that's how yeah, it feels. Yeah, I don't like that idea either. No, that's a terrible idea. Actually, I mean, they could use the women's tag team championship because they're not being used for, for anything right now at all. Like, where are they? Mm, true. You wonder why Sasha's upset. Like, where, where the hell are women in the championships? Yeah, like, like you took, you, you promised Sasha and Bailey this long title run, then you give it to the Iconics, and they don't defend the belts Ever. on TV. Ever. Like, granted, they're probably defending on house shows, but they're not defending are they? on TV. I would, I would sure. <laughs> Makes me kind of wonder, did they give um, Bailey that title because they were afraid that she might walk too? Bingo Bango. No. Um, they don't with, play those kind of games. With the, uh, they're not giving the revival a Tay Team run to help them stay. They're, they're going to write the a story for them for a month, and then they're going to go back to obscurity. Like they they're not pushing did. Gallows and Anderson as the club 
just to help them sign up. I gave you two contract, months with that going. Which they apparently did. No, they don't play those games, WB. Um, so back to Becky and Seth. The man and the man. Oh, have you seen the new shirt? No. The no. man's man. Oh, God. And that's for Seth. Oh, God. So Seth wears that shirt? Yeah, because he's the man's man. Do you understand? No. Um, okay, the man is Becky. Yeah. And the man is, is Seth. So the man. Do you have a man. headache explaining this to me? I'm like you're 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 gonna go cross-eyed here because you're just. Can like, you imagine being like? No, a, he gets it. He's just trolling. Imagine being a fan who hasn't watched wrestling in a couple yeah. months, come back and seeing Seth wear the, the man's, man's man shirt. Yeah. He'd be like, "What the hell did I?" Miss? So he's a re- so is he William Regal 2.0, a man's man? Like to be honest, I think this story is gonna kind of just peter off right after Extreme Rules once Heyman takes full control. Like I feel like Heyman had Heyman came in and everything was already on its way to Extreme Rules, so he's just, like, treading water, and then after Extreme Rules, then you're going to see his hit reset. Well, not reset, but, like, they'll kind of just... Pause. They won't <laughs> even talk about that anymore, right? Like, it'll just go over here. At the KD Vix? Yeah. We'll, we'll just put a pin in it. We'll just put a pin in it right a there. A pin? Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's the thing that came to your mind, was <laughs> the KD Vic angle. KD Vic, that was one of the greatest Out of 10 billion angles of wrestling, that's the one that comes can to we, your mind. Can we review that raw? <laughs> We might have to. We might have to review that. I don't understand how I'm being a bitch asking a question. <laughs> you brought up Katie Dick. We we have to review that. It's coming. It, it's not on the paper. Well, it is. Triple H versus Triple H versus Kane. Of, the end game of it is for the content. It was for the uh, unification. Unification. Um, yeah, Kane was the IC champion going in. That's Taker right. was the world, or Taker. That's wow, the, the Triple thing H is, was the world. <laughs> it, the thing is, is that Taker uh, the world. That uh, the only two big stories that are going on right now are that the mixed tag match and then the twenty four seven title, That's which it. is gold. Yes, Drake Maverick. They gotta make that beautiful, twenty beautiful man. Like Drake has to bring out a new title design because this title design, like it deserves to be pure gold. Yes, it's so amazing. It like is I pure look gold. forward. To their Twitter account, isn't and it great for that. when you let talented people be, be talented, talented and not organically? Yes, and not not script what they need to do. You just give them a a outline of what you want. Are done. you suggesting that if Roman Reigns didn't have to follow the script, that he actually might have good promos? I am very much suggesting that. Are you suggesting I have that, maybe, that for most of the fucking roster? Are you suggesting maybe not Barry maybe, Corbin? I'm not sure. Maybe about Reigns him. has not been good at promos because he hates his promos and it shows. I don't know if he hates it, but I don't think it's him. I'm not the man. Yeah, that's all. I'm. Oh, how's that saying? No, I'm not a bad guy. Oh, I'm not a, I'm good, not guy. a good guy. I'm just the I'm guy. The guy. <laughs> what? I think. Uh, I think my my daughter used that as a as a custom like grade two. Like what the fuck? I'm not a good girl. I'm not a good bad. But girl. like I'm you said, they're the girl. Uh, they're transition. Uh, I think we said it last week. They're transitioning away from the PG thirteen. Maybe going to more. Yeah, on SmackDown Live, we I saw think is the TV fourteen. Is that what it's called? Yeah. We 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 saw last week Kofi Kingston giving the bird to Samoa Joe. Yeah, so you're transitioning. So maybe they're going to give them some more freedom, and and I, that's what other or or other companies are doing with the wrestlers. They give them freedom to be themselves. If WWE lets it, WWE's got some of the most talented people on the pl- on the planet when it comes to wrestling, like like in ring and on the mic. But they won't let them be themselves for whatever stupid reason. 
if you let them be, you'll probably watch your pay-per-view buys, and if there even is pay-per-view buys, but you'll watch your attendance go up and your sale, well, your merch. That's sales a horrible go up. idea because Austin, The Rock, and Fully never got over. I was just going to say, like, if all. you look at all the Hall of Famers and how their careers went from shit to all of a sudden, like, woof, it's because they brought who they are to their character, like Steve Austin. Chris Jericho has always said that the best characters are yourself turned up times ten. That's never worked for Austin or Rock or Foley. Or anybody. No. Right? It's That's no. what they got to let. So, but the Becky <laughs> Seth thing, I think it's going to end right after Extreme Rules. Like not. So do you think that the storyline is diminishing the titles? Yes. No. Yes. Because you don't, like, the reason why I think it is, is the whole story is based on Becky and Rollins' relationship. Yep. That's all it is. If you actually listen to the commentary, all they do is hype up their relationship. Oh yeah, yeah. by the way, they're champs too. Like, But we've said here, we've said many times, the titles are just a prop anyways. But now they want to change that. Is this a good way of changing that? No. But it's, what I'm saying is it's going to end in Extreme Rules anyway, so don't get upset because is Paul Heyman, yes, because Paul Heyman's going to have an entire different vision. You know that for sure. I am going to go out on a limb and say that Paul Heyman's going to change it. Do you see Corbin and Lacey going over? And that's how they're No! You no. Don't, you don't see Corbin and Lacey no. going over? No. Not a fucking Okay, let me rephrase that. Do you want Corbin and Lacey to go no. over? No. Well, no, not there's that too. No. No, Why they're not, not going to Two nose, Dave. Two nose. Corbin looks like a great Applebee's manager. <laughs> two <laughs> nose, don't forget us. <laughs> the thing is, is that, is that for a title change for the universal title, it's going to happen at SummerSlam. It's not going to happen at fucking Extreme Rules. Do you think it's going to happen because of Brock? You think he's going to cash gonna in? show up to a fucking Extreme Rules. What are we doing here? Heyman teased it tonight. Yeah, okay. Okay. He, they also said he was gonna, there was going to be a cash <laughs> in on a Monday. They said that on a Friday. That Never happened. Was, Brock wasn't even in the fucking building. <laughs> so, yeah. Brock only goes out for big shows. Isn't he getting paid like something like 500k a pay-per-view? I heard it was 600k a pay-per-view and 126k per appearance. Per, per appearance. Okay. So they're not gonna they're not gonna spend six hundred K on extreme rules. They'll spend it for SummerSlam because they're gonna make more dough. Come on. Let's follow the money. If so good, you please. suggest or you feel that Rollins and Lynch Ron is gonna discontinue after Yeah, I think I think it's just gonna kinda go away. Like now, how do you think that's gonna happen? Nothing's gonna happen. It's just on Monday there's gonna be no continuation. Like so Rollins will be attacked by fucking They do it all the time. They just discontinue yeah. shit. Uh, I'm just trying to think of a heel on Raw here. Um, That's a problem. Because I think Drew's going to face Taker at SummerSlam. So... You think it's going to be that soon? Yeah. Okay. So... Fuck, who else is a goddamn heel in that there show? There you go. That's another problem with WWE right now. Fuck, have Bray Wyatt come back and attack Shane McMahon. No. I think Bray's going to appear and, and fight Aleister Black. I think it's going to be Randy Orton that's going to fight Aleister Black. Yeah? Yeah. I don't want to be Bray. Bray makes Bray's a better choice, but I just I think, think it's gonna be. I'm anxious match. to see what they do with Bray, how they're gonna like make his return. But I think I think Bray should go like if you know, I don't know. I don't even know who the fucking heels are anymore. <laughs> it's basically Fuck it. Drake Maverick versus Seth Rollins. Title for title. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you write that shit out? He's in the twenty four seven division now. So you don't like the storyline with Lynch and Rollins, but you I don't, don't care. think it diminishes the titles. I don't think it, no. 
That's the problem, right? You I just think. answered my question right there. You don't care, which is a bad thing. That is true. You don't that care about the main event. But I don't think it diminishes the titles. It already has, because you don't care. You don't care, so you, you have to care, care about the titles. You don't care about the storyline at all. But the title was so... You so, just said you don't wait, care. Wait, let me explain. It goes from <sighs> Brock Lesnar never showing up with the title. Now at least it's on TV, so it's taken a step up. Is it up. though? Yes. He's there every fucking week. All they ever week. do is talk about Lynch and Rollins. It may as well not be. But you just said you don't care about the match, which means... Yeah, that's true. That's, which means you don't care about the champions. Yeah, it's step down. Say it, Jesse. It's diminished. No. What? Say it. Well, dude, no, dude, dude, right. dude. You just I said it's him. not diminished. I want him You just say. said you were right by saying it's diminished. I, I want the words, you're hold on, right hold on, to come hold over. Hold on, Jesse, no. I got this, I got this. Can hold I on. shit on you the rest of this paper, dude? Hold it. For your extreme bias this has been a full brawl edition of how dare you brought to you by Dave a bitch I'm a bitch that's right say it double down fire me <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get fired in this damn show oh that's that's a smooth transition <laughs> it's now time for your beneficial facts I'm ending your segment I have the sounds. I can do that. Fall Brawl 1995. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to do the most annoying sound in the world when he talks. <laughs> from, from Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> I will just take over your segment. I will download oh. that sound and I will play I it for will 10 end hours. You. <laughs> I will end you. I'll download that sound and I'll play it for 10 hours straight if I have to. All right. Okay. Let's, 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 do, let's do some facts. So I don't want to hear that. Fall sound. Brawl 1995. Let the games begin. That is the actual tagline. Okay. Just so you know. Uh, took place on September 17th, 1995 at the Asheville Civic Center in Asheville, North Carolina in front of 6,600 fans with the first 600 fans arriving getting a free Lex Luger white puffy button-up turtleneck collar most 1990s shirt ever made. Damn right they did. Yeah. Commentary is done by Tony Schiavone and Bobby the Brain Heenan. I was kidding about the white shirt. They, uh, You're looking at me like, did they? Did they really? These two. Shivani and Eden are crawling up my list of like favorite uh, commentating. They're teams. good. They're Just good because he, Shivani plays a great straight man, to Bobby Heenan, and and Heenan's, Heenan's a goddamn gem. He's <laughs> yes. a goddamn gem, that guy. Uh, we're gonna start with the pay per view buys because uh, sometimes I forget about the pay per view buy, buys. Uh, Fall Brawl did one hundred twenty thousand pay per view buys, down significantly. Ow. From Bash at the Beach would do, which did two hundred ten thousand buys. Well, that's because of Bash at the Beach, because Bash at the Beach was no good. And they're like, we are not buying this next pay per view. Fuck this. Might have something to do with it. One hundred twenty thousand. Yeah, not that's very like good. one community of Calgary, like yeah, one large pretty community much. of Calgary. Yeah, pretty much. Wow, pretty much. Yeah, it's a, it's a soft time in the wrestling business. It's a global brand, time. but only has one hundred twenty thousand buys. I don't think it was global at this time, though. Oh, at least it's starting to go global. At least right. even national, that's pretty sad. That is, yeah, it is. yeah, you know, yes. you're, you're that's not, very you're not sad for sure. Well, when you're called World Championship Wrestling, then yeah, you're world. Well, you're worldwide. Yeah, world order. Lex Luger <laughs> is once again in WCW. WCW yeah. Monday Night Nitro. <laughs> Made its debut, and Lex Luger made a shocking return during the match between... In a puffy shirt. In that that magnificent Hold on, piece. let me get to it. 
between Sting and Ric Flair firing the first shot of the Monday Night Wars and firing the first shot of white puffy dress shirt mania worldwide. What if Luger was just shocking? He could have been. He came, he's like, oh, there's a large crowd. What's going on? That is and, an interesting He's on theory. TV. And then oh, he no. stumbled onto the walkway and he's like, oh, shit. Oh, the food court used to be here, but now it's Sting and Flair. What is going on? Is this WCW? I'm going to put my arms on my hands because I'm Wasn't confused. he in front of the Great Train Shop or whatever? Something like that. Yeah, something yeah. like that. And he came out of it with like a bag of, of a train or something. He's like, oh, shit. With, oh. I got my white shirt. On my I, shirt. I don't play with trains. I'll tell you. Nope. <laughs> play with my white trains. puppy shirt. I blow dried my hair. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lex Luger would take Vader's spot in the War Games Ooh. as Vader was suspended due to a backstage altercation with Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. Speaking of which. <laughs> Oh my god, Jesse was just kissing his bicep. Listen, watch this pay-per-view, yeah. there's a promo with Mr. Wonderful yes. doing it the whole time. So. That altercation happened to be the fabled story, which has now become legend, of Paul Orndorff kicking Vader's ass wearing shower shoes. However, mythical. however, turns out, according to multiple sources present at the altercation, that was not the case. He was wearing boots. Yes, no shower shoes were present at this fight. So that means... Yeah, but where was Colonel Mustard with the candlestick? Colonel Mustard? Well, it just sounded like like, like a murder thing. No, yeah, that, no, that was more like soap opera. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. I was lost with all. <laughs> <laughs> like, Colonel Dave Mustard, has... I don't understand any of these From references. From the board game Clue. Did you not play board games? No, I... No, I just played games when I was bored. Hey, fuck you, Meltzer. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of which, shout out to Dave Meltzer. <laughs> oh, by the way, we're calling our own resident Dave Meltzer now every time he says something stupid. So My first name is Dave, so yeah, it's yeah, kind of it. So it's, fu- it's funny how all the dumbasses are named Dave in this yeah. world, isn't it? Yeah. Dave Sullivan or Evad? We're going we're gonna to call you Evad. Evad Meltzer. Evad Meltzer, yes! <laughs> Evad Meltzer. We got it. Yes. So I get royalties for that shirt? If you make it, oh, I mean, <laughs> if, if your shoes cost more than your house, maybe they will. If this shirt buys me a new house, I'm in. Okay, so we listened to the stories of that Situation. backstage incident. You guys listened to all the interviews? Yep. And all three. they are all very conflicting? Yep. Um, so basically, Paul Orndorff's side which was the uh, shortest long. version, basically said, yeah, I kicked his ass. I had my shower shoes on. I dropped that bitch like a bad habit. And he did say that Vader got in the first punch, which has been which has been uh, confirmed with all three interviews, yes. that Vader took the first swing and that Orndorff was knocked down. That's been confirmed. Yes. Then it kind of gets changed. Because, because people say that he punched him with his right arm, which is the one that's atrophied, <laughs> and knocked out Vader. And I'm like... I don't know about that. But then Vader says, well, it kind of felt like my 12-year-old son punching me. Yeah. yeah. But judging by the arm strength, I could believe that. My qu- my other question is, how strong is your fucking 12-year-old, dude? Well, like, well it's Vader's son, dude. Like, Jesus Christ, like, just like, rrr, rrr. like what the fuck? <laughs> Vader's 12-year-old son is probably the rawr, equivalent of like, a 20-year-old punching Do the Anyways, go on. So, basically, long story short, 
Um, Vader was doing a photo shoot. He was late doing interviews, according to Ordorf. And Ordorf and him had some words. They exchanged unpleasantries. And basically, uh, Vader knocked down Orndorff. Orndorff punched him and basically started kicking his head into the pavement. Wearing, we're wearing boots, not shower shoes. Can you imagine being stomped with flip-flops? And, and Shivani said that um, Kevin Sullivan... Uh, told guys to to hold back Vader because if they let go of Vader, he'd take a shot and try to kill yes. Orndorff. So it was actually Ming that broke up the fight. Yeah, yeah, and Vader said in the interview, <laughs> the "I'm not guy, messing with Ming." The, the guy's like, "Oh, you didn't do anything." He's like, "It's it's Ming. I'm not doing anything with Ming. We're, we're good." He's like, "I was tired, but even still, I wouldn't know." <laughs> and the lore of Meg being the toughest motherfucker in wrestling yeah. just continues. If Vader don't want none of you, nobody wants none so of you. So Bischoff caught wind that Vader started the whole thing by throwing the first shot. He Shivani called him and, and Shivani yeah. told him that yes. Vader threw the first shot. So And so Vader was suspended. But during this, Vader was also told to take a pay cut during half. the suspension. Like, half is your half. salary. Half. Six months. Yep. So, Vader wasn't going for that. And basically said that I'm going to go elsewhere. So, um, he was indefinitely suspended and then released. And it was basically because of uh, a shoulder injury that had happened. Well, that, that's what they had said in their that, contract. But basically, it's because happened. of the it's because sure. of the incident. For sure, and, and his and his refusal to take the pay cut. Yes. And my question is, so as per what was discussed, Vader only pushed him once, slapped him, slap sorry, slapped yeah. him once, and he has a six month salary cut. But it's on record that Orndorff was boot stomping him and has nothing done to him. But it's the one that 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 starts Instigate. the fight. That That's aggravated the assault, though. It. Which is a bigger crime than assault. It is, it is, but in... Uh, I don't, So like, Vader started in, in it... A, in a sports world, the instigator gets the, gets and then the penalty. Paul Orndorff... Technically, Paul Orndorff is defending like, himself. It. Yeah. No, defending yourself is when you are actively being attacked. When Vader's on the ground, you're boot-stopping his head, and that's not defending yourself. That is true. Vader is now mm-hmm. defending himself. That, no, so he, why was there no discipline towards Orndorff? That... And, and so, earlier in the year... Two guys blade. I'm triggered. Is there a sound effect for me being triggered? No. Fuck. <laughs> two guys blade, and he, fi- and he fires everybody involved. He fires the agent. Three, all three of them. All three of them. In this event, they have an altercation with, like you said, Orndorff attacking Vader. Why wouldn't you fire both guys? Let's say Vader suffered severe concussions and as a result had a stroke during that incident and died. Yeah. Like, getting kicked in the head... Like in a doesn't matter match. what doesn't matter what size you are, man. But when he you're being you the right way. when you're being stomped aggressively over and over, that's aggravated assault. Like Orndorff should have been fired. Yep, they should, both should have been fired during the incident. That's my opinion. Suspended for the initiation, fired for increasing it and not stopping. Because this is what happens in the '80s and '90s with wrestling: is all these things happened, and it's like that was like the. Boys the whole being boys. industry. It was like, oh, it was acceptable. Yeah, it's boys being it's like, boys. What? Like, yeah. like you could have killed Vader backstage. Yeah. It happened with Batista and Booker T. No. Yeah. Well, it just happened. Like, and the reason I say you should have fired both is, and I mean, if you're going to fire one, you got to fire both of them that Well, Vader's involved. probably like, so I got my head stomped in. 
numerous times, I could go and be like, I have a concussion now, and I can do a civil lawsuit, and then all that paperwork. But now I got, I, I, like, because when I heard Vader say he lost six months salary, plus they wanted him to, there was something else that was, was also involved in that. It was a six month salary loss, and something else. He, Vader said that they also want him to do as well. He said, okay, I agree with that. And he said, like, would I lose time for my contract for those six months? Would we pay back? And he said, Eric, he's like, well, we won't do that. But I'm like, six months for a push or one punch and nothing for boots to the head. Yeah. What? Yeah. Looks, it sounded like he was just trying to, he was trying to get it. He was trying to bust Vader's contract. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible yeah. situation. Like, and dump salary. And it's just, well, it's, if that's what he was earning, 750 k that's not... And, and at this time, wasn't WCW trying to penny pinch and turn a profit for the first time ever? Yeah, so I mean, well, it's a good thing. Vader's way to save money? You get rid of 750 k That goes a long way to you trying to turn a profit. Even half. That would be four, 350 uh, 375 yep. Damn it, that was close. Yeah. Close. Three, so 350 would be seven. We give you props for being close. Participation award? Yeah. Yeah, twenty nineteen CFL point. <laughs> but yeah, it was a good discussion. But at the end, I was when we were done watching. I'm like, wait, he was boots on him head, and there's no disciplinary action towards him. What the hell is that? Well, he's yeah. also called the Brandon Bull, and he didn't mess with Paul Orndorff. <laughs> yeah, even if he's wearing shower shoes or not. Yeah, and only has one arm. He could probably beat your ass with the bad arm, still. Yeah. And I mean, it's a good thing they were dumping all these salaries. Oh, like and Vader, further, what was what was interesting? And sorry, sorry, go on. Further to this, Paul says he was an agent at the time. They was. Yes. They all, so all shouldn't he be held? Shouldn't he be held to even higher caliber then? Yeah, for sure. The other thing too is that is that Vader said he called Bischoff and said the photo shoot is running late. Can you let the guys know that I'm going to be late? Now, why didn't Vader call the interview place? I don't know. This is obviously before cell phones, but. Vader said that Bischoff never called. Shivani said Bischoff never called. Orndorff also said Bischoff never called. So there could have been a, like maybe just that a sabotage, or, or maybe just like he forgot or something, or figured it wouldn't be a big deal. But it sounds like that interview process took all day, and everyone was cranky as fuck and wanted to go home. Well, and, and Shivani even said that he didn't even think Vader was even doing a photo shoot. He was just lost. Yeah. Well, and he said that the boys are the boys do that all the time. It's like big arena, you get lost. <laughs> we asked them to be there before thirty. They'll show up two hours late. They don't fucking care. I think what happened was Vader and Orndorff just had a previous hostility towards each other. Yes. And this was a set off. Yeah. Well, Vader said in his interview that uh, his only two bosses were Dusty Rhodes and Eric Bischoff. Yeah. He didn't answer to Orndorff. So I think that's it. Wasn't the situation? It was they hate each other before this. Yeah. And this was just like fuck. I'm gonna fight you now. Yeah. Oh, you call me fat? I'm gonna punch you. Yep, that's exactly. Oh, it. you punch me? I'm gonna boost off you seven. So that 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 changed the course of history though a yep. little bit uh, for WCW '95 because well, Luger was in, it was also mentioned that Luger wasn't on a full fledged contract yet. He was only getting like a thousand dollars per week per appearance. So with Vader leaving, it kind of revisited the, uh, the contract negotiations with Luger, basically getting him on the roster full time. Or solidifying his contract. But here, here's the thing that uh, Shivani said that Vader was slated to win the title on the second yeah. Metro. That means probably the Giant doesn't win the title at Halloween Havoc. Yep. Like the dominoes that fall. Yeah. Like it's, how, it's amazing. How, how does it change? Uh, Vader probably doesn't go to WWF and get yelled at by Shawn Michaels. And people wonder why Vince has such a tight ship backstage. You have to. I wonder why. Yep. 
Those yep. egos and that testosterone flying around, man. Very interesting stuff. Very interesting stuff. All I got to say is, I mean, it's a good thing that Bischoff is getting rid of all these big contracts like Vader's and Stunning Steve Austin and Jean-Paul Levesque. Because, I mean, how are they ever going to contribute to the business? He didn't get rid of Levesque's oh, contract. I know. Levesque so I was being, I was being okay. a smartass. <laughs> like, listen, you can blame for the other two, but not Levesque. He <laughs> yeah, asked for his being release. a smartass there. Um... Yeah, but where is it going to go? And Luger came in for a big-time pay cut, too, compared to what he was making at WWE. He was making half a mil at WWE. And he came in for, like, I think they said, like, 150 Yeah, that's a huge Wait, pickup. Vince is paying Luger 500 Works out to that with, uh, yeah. With, with merch and bonuses and yeah. all that shit, yeah. And, uh, house, and uh, house revenue and that yeah. kind of thing, yeah. That's how much, that's how much, that's how much uh, Luger wanted to get out. Didn't like it. 500k down them. to 150k. That's that's a. We came to save Diesel and gets knocked out for it. It's like fuck this. I'm out. <laughs> this is a fucking bullshit. Sting won't knock me out. I'm gonna go see him. And actually, they want to keep will. they want to keep those Mika meetings so secret that they actually met in like Sting's garage at his house because they want to keep it that secret that they were meeting each other, Bischoff and Luger. And, okay. and Bischoff really only did it out of respect to Sting. He didn't want him there. He didn't think highly of him. Uh, personally or professionally, he said he's just like kind of a mid-card attraction that wasn't a very good performer. Luger? Yeah. That's what Bischoff thought of Luger, yes. Okay. I think that's what we all think of Luger. Well, I didn't even think he was a good mid-carder. You do, do you? I think he's, he's best in dark matches. Hmm. He can main event, main event. Interesting. There you go. So, but there's more. Moving on. The pre- Pay-per-view matches were broadcast live on WCW main event. Eddie Guerrero made his WCW television debut against Alex Wright. <laughs> and they wrestled to a no contest at 6 minutes and 36 seconds. That's a pretty strong match for a no contest. Um, well, apparently... Uh, was it... Uh, it says in the results... I. I can't remember if it was Guerrero or Wright. I'm drawing a blank. But one of them got injured. And basically the other said, oh, no, no, no. He can't continue. So let's just call the match. Like a storyline injury or uh, legit? Like, I don't know. I never saw the match. Neither did you. You watched the same event as I did, right? So you didn't see the match? I think so. What do you mean you don't think so? Did you see Eddie Guerrero wrestle or not? <laughs> no. Well, then, okay. You didn't see the match. Fucking God. Um... <laughs> I was watching on Daily Motion. Oh, I, thought, I think I saw some Toronto God. commercials. <laughs> Big Bubba <laughs> defeated Mark Thorne in one minute and four seconds. He went in the back and did an interview with the coach. <laughs> he may have been tricking a coach during the match. Yeah, man. Um, Big Bubba. Disco Inferno oh, defeated Joey oh. Maggs. Oh, his theme's coming, too. Not this episode, but it's Nights? coming. Oh, God. Uh, Disco Inferno defeated Joey Mags in two minutes and 33 seconds. I have no idea who Joey Mags is. Did you Mags say Joey Mags? Mags, yes. Oh, okay. Is that all you got? Okay. Yeah. Uh, the American Males. That's a stupid What? Name. American Males. That's a stupid American name. Males. American Males? That's yeah, Scotty Riggs. Why are you repeating everything Marcus I Bagel. say? Like, effective are you confirming? Listening. Effective listening is what I'm doing. Okay. The American <laughs> Males. Is, is it spelled traditionally? Like there's no different spelling for it. Like it's. <laughs> You're such an asshole. M A L E S, not M A I L S. Freaking sure. 
Okay. Maybe All it's right. like a storyline thing or like a gimmick. Okay, so the American males of Marcus Bagwell and Scotty Riggs defeated the Nasty Boys in four minutes and 15 seconds. Damn. You good? Like, I think the Nasties are probably on their way out, hey? Not, not quite. Uh, it's getting there, close. but not, it's not yet. Do they have that ECW from here? Nasty Boys? No. I don't think the Nasty Boys are ever in ECW. They're in, they're in their history. Oh, Wikipedia. Well, well, why are you asking if you know already? Because I'm asking if, they, if this is when they went to ECW. I don't know. What we'll find out. Wikipedia and then they go to ECW. When does it say Wikipedia? You didn't read that part. You read in Wikipedia <laughs> that they're in ECW, but you don't read when they're in ECW. I'm tempted. Oh my god. Okay. Um, uh, prior to fall beginning, the giant during an interview between Hulk Hogan and Mean Gene drove over and destroyed Hulk Hogan's motorcycle called Black Beauty with the Dungeon of Doom monster truck. I wonder how that, the I wonder was, how the exchange of, inf- of insurance information went down after um, that. Order. That was quite reckless by the giant. There was a crowd of fucking people there, and he tore around that corner. And I was like, he's going to run over some poor fucking kid. Like, or run over some dog or yeah. some cat. Jesus Christ, giant. Yeah, and uh, pretty much those have been your beneficial facts. All or right. facts, anyways. These have been your beneficial facts. Our first match of the evening, we got Brian Pillman versus Johnny B. Bad with the winner going to be challenging for the U.S. title. Uh, Bad wins by pinfall at 29 minutes and 14 seconds. Ben. <sighs> well, I have flying Brian, not Brian Pillman. Fuck off. Okay. Um, How about that? Okay. No. This has been <laughs> Ben being a bitch. Brought to you by <laughs> Ben being a bitch. <laughs> Well, we don't have that. Dun, 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 dun. I don't have music. <laughs> Royalty free, you can have it. So that was wonderful. <laughs> was that Mister Wonderful? <laughs> Let's address the elephant in the room right off the top. This match was really, really long—twenty nine minutes, including the sudden death overtime. Okay, can we talk about the sudden death for one second? This match is scheduled for one fall. Isn't that already sudden death? Yeah, but they have a 20-minute time limit. Isn't that already sudden death? One fall. Is like that sudden he, death already? I like how he asks the question for you to rebuttal it, and he gets mad at you as soon as you speak. <laughs> but oh, no, 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 no. He's, not, he's not giving the answer I want. Or that's logical. He's just giving his own answer. I'm going to ask you a question and get mad at you for answering within the first yeah, I know. two words of your sentence. Yeah, but it's a 20-minute <laughs> Slow down there, junkyard. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. As you were saying, Jesse, before you were really Here, let me let me get it. Let me stop crawling up your ass about your answer. Okay, go ahead. Give me your answer. <laughs> this wasn't the answer I wanted. Those the match was a twenty minute time limit, and yeah, yeah sudden death is is the first pinfall. Or Thank you. The fuck, that is right. But they had to go into to sudden death OT or, or like overage because there had to be a winner because they weren't going to do it I guess a triple threat match for the US title why not I don't fucking know I wasn't in the boogie committee <laughs> that's Kevin Sullivan fuck I was laughing when he's like the winner would be the mandatory challenger I'm like yeah. just say number one contender <laughs> mandatory I'm like what's this Mortal Kombat mandatory. you've been drafted <laughs> finish 
<laughs> mandatory you, fatality. Don't be bad. You are now the mandatory. I'm forced. <laughs> I couldn't win. Have a choice. Maybe I want to go for the TV title. It's 2019. Now. I want a choice. <laughs> All right, keep on going, man. I did like the match, though. Mm. It did start pretty slow, but it did pick up the pace really well. It had really great flow, especially in the end. I, I, the match didn't bore me. It was a long-ass match, but it didn't bore me. Lots of cool spots in the match. Flying Brian, Flying Brian's drop kick on the batted midair. I thought it was a good yep. spot. Uh, th- that's a spot that Brian's always been an absolute stud at. Uh, the top rope sunset flip from Bad was awesome. And I think it's the first time you actually hit it. Properly. Now, is yep. that what he calls the 2D Fruity? I don't know. They, they <laughs> he has listed, so many names. They listed six finishers of his, yeah. and I'm like, he has six He's finishers. literally the six moves of Doom. Yeah. He was John Cena before John Cena. Yeah. Well, one move, they say that they call it the bad mood. Yeah. I thought it was called, I thought they initially called it the bad, bad move. move. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> the too. bad move like, coming. Whoa, whoa, I don't think we <laughs> need to see him doing a bad move. <laughs> so he's got the kiss that don't miss. 2D Fruity. 2D Fruity. The yeah. bad mood. Oh my God. And he has... Um, he has another yeah, one. He at least has four. The bad, the little bad. Little Miss Tuffet or something? I don't uh, fucking know. What? <laughs> it's, a, it's a little Richardson. I, I can't, yeah, I can't take a guy seriously with a finisher called the Tutti Fruity, though. I'm sorry, I can't. Um, these two, I thought, had some pretty solid chemistry together, and they told a really good story. He intensified as the match went. And the fact there were some high stakes with the winner becoming, well, the mandatory... To the that's all mandatory. The mandatory. You must challenge. Okay. Thanks, Shang Tsung. To the maybe he's the one in charge of Kevin Sullivan and the Dungeon of Doom is Shang Tsung. Did you? Who's the master in Dungeon of Doom? His nerd. I found another name. Well, it looks like Grimace. Okay. Lucille. Lucille. Lucille for Superplex. Okay. So what's the what's the diving sunset flip? He has Tutti Fruity, yep. Lucille, Lucy, oh. Kiss That Don't Miss, okay. Bad Mood, Bad Mood. I didn't hear Lucille. And then uh, yeah, Lucille's Super Flex. Yeah. Okay. So which one, did they did they say which one is no, the No, the rest diving? are all from his WF days. But they don't say which one of those names no. is the diving. Okay. No. Okay. So yeah, like I appreciate how the match actually has some like purpose to it. Number one contendership, Okay. The overtime portion was definitely the best part and provided a solid and exciting ending. And the near that, falls were great. Yes, they were. They were. And the, this is probably the best opening match WCW has provided in recent memory. Yep. I would agree with that. They finally got it right with the opening match portion. Hmm, maybe, Dave. Maybe they should put Brian Pillman on more pay-per-views. Right? Hmm. Dave. All right. So you can hear the fans want faster-paced wrestling. Yep. So at the beginning, when they weren't doing much wrestling, the fans were kind of getting antsy. They're like, "Okay, I want more." A lot of wrestling. And my issue was, I know these both these guys can both go fast, but they weren't. Yeah. So I was kind of like, "Not first. Can we do something, please?" And then now, WCW still has that over the top disqualification rule. Yep. Yeah. So Johnny B. Bad does a suplex to Brian. Rest discretion. Pillman over the top rope. Ref's discretion. No DQ. Ref's discretion. Which leads me to this. Okay. okay. So if throwing someone over the top to the outside warrants a DQ, then doing an attack over the top rope to the outside should also be a DQ. Yes. But he hits that front and, and flip over the top And the funny thing is, is that the announcers always say, well, did he have the intention of putting it? When you're, when you're attacking him, 
you're intending him, <laughs> intending to put him over the top rope. So, yeah. Do they ever get rid of that rule in WCW? Oh, they, they eventually do eventually. when the Cruiserweights come in. Yeah, they finally, yeah. They finally figure they out. Realize good God, I would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sitting there, I'm like... Because I'm like, the, 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 the application of the rule is really poorly done. Yeah, the execution of it is terrible. Awful. The enforced discretion. And that's bad. Why would you make a rule and then say it's the ref's discretion? Yeah. So does the because ref the run ref's the company? Discretion. So, yeah. That, so they're like, it's not as guys, bad as when you couldn't come off the top rope. I want you to actually think about that, though. Like, how does it make sense that if you propel someone on the top rope with CQ, but if you throw yourself over the top rope onto the person, it's not I don't have you. to. I don't have to worry about it anymore. It makes no the, sense. The cruiserweights are coming and they'll make it right. Um, I was really confused. A, I've been working a lot of hours at work, so I was tired. But like, I actually went to finish, and I was like, "Oh wait, what? Sudden death? Well, who now? What? They're not going to do the triple threat? What now? But then the sudden death is what saved the match for me. Yes, yeah. true. Because it made sense why they were going so slow. Because they were going to go fucking hard in the yes. sudden death. That nine. That's min- where it got all the points. That nine minutes got all the points. Death was just like, oh my god, these guys are giving their they're giving her. Probably As of right now, that's best nine minutes. As of right now, was it? Was this that is Johnny B. Bad's best match. Oh, for sure. As of right now, hundred percent. this point, hundred percent agree with that. Best match. So it depends on who you work with. To be honest with you. Oh, for sure. That's exactly right. And these guys, I thought they had good chemistry. Very good chemistry. Well, Brian is such a professional that he can work a broom and still tell a story. Yeah. But could he work with a blow-up doll? Possibly. Hey-o. Um, both guys uh, run at each other and hit a crossbody. It and looks then, vicious. Yes, and the the thing like it didn't end as great because Pillman ended up on top of Bad and, they ha- and Bad had to push him over to get the pin. But it's because of the force and it's just the way they landed. Like that was not a fuck up by either the either guy. It's just the way it, they landed. But it was a really cool finish. I never thought I would be okay with that kind of finish. Yeah, but they it it worked. It looked vicious. Too. Yeah, good match. Good match to start the pay per view. Our next match of the evening, and the reason we were very happy with 30 minutes in the first match is because in this match, it's Cobra versus Sergeant Craig Pittman. The pit bull. Uh, yeah, and Pittman wins by submission at a minute 22. Hmm. And it should have gone a minute less than that, I would say. Uh, Dave, can you give me your, your yeah. little Yeah, you want to be ready for all these notes? Yeah, I would love to see your... <coughs> I'm going to clear my throat for all this one. Alright, I actually uh, like oh. Pittman's entrance. I thought it was pretty cool. It was like the first time I've ever no, seen someone come down. Straight yeah, I'll give you that. No, it was, it it was cool. Well, the reason I liked it because it fit the storyline. Yeah. He was being sneaky. No, yeah. stupid. He, ben, your fucking turn's not here yet. <laughs> so, I, I was like, okay, first of all, Cobra's music was driving me nuts. I'm like, what? what is happening? It's Morse code. Was it? Yeah, you should have called him Morse Cobra. Oh, Jesus fucking <laughs> Christ. No, they shouldn't. Did have. you guys get like a GI Joe feel? Yeah, I think that was the whole story. I was like, wow, I feel like this is a GI Joe complete ripoff right now. So, um, and then <laughs> there's a spot where Pittman jumps off the apron and misses <laughs> his kick entirely on Cobra, and, then, and he's, and he's then, like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I'm like, thank I'm like you. are you trying to distract me because you just missed your fucking kick? Thank you. He turns to the crowd and like <laughs> roars, and I'm just like, you fucking missed the kick, dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm like, you can't distract what you just did there. Yeah, I ah! saw that. And with, with his with his huge teeth. Then they get in the ring, 
And then all of a sudden it was like, armbar, done. I'm like, thank God. Uh, code red, you mean? Code red, yes. Motherfucker. Code red. Yeah, when I first heard of code red, I thought amazing red. Very actually. shitty armbar. Terrible armor. It's it's the second worst. It's worse uh, than the, than the, the, the this armor. Well, Cobra puts his say, arm out and pretty it's, much puts it in. It's for the him. second worst submission I've seen next to Shane McMahon's triangle choke. Well, and this okay, bad. this is the thing. <laughs> the last the last Pittman match we reviewed, we also gave that one a zero. He was doing yeah. some sort of leg submission to Doug. Yes. Remember? Yes. Yep, yes. Why is the guy who can't do submissions have a submission finisher? Yes. Rah! Rah! <laughs> I missed the kick. You didn't see it though. Do the roar. All right, Ben. What do you got? Okay, who was the woman at ringside that was kind of almost getting in the way? I I don't recall. Oh, she was Wait. just there. Yeah, she had like black, like frizzy hair. There was a spot like... where there was an over the top rose pond. She almost got squished. Yeah, yeah. Who was that? I didn't see. Was she collecting the <sighs> ring gear? Maybe. You? Maybe, maybe, maybe she was. Well, how come we didn't see her for the rest of the night then? Maybe she was grabbing. Maybe she was scared shit out of that spot. Grabbing, maybe she was grabbing the hardest he came down in. Ah. And, and then they're good. not they're not smart enough to not squash her. <laughs> yeah, she almost has squash and Ram's like, why won't we see the rest of the night? She probably oh, scared. Okay. My, my <laughs> yeah. notes. She probably got scared. Leave the robes. I don't fucking care. <laughs> Steal them. <laughs> my notes are there's a <laughs> my notes there are this an, there fucking a, suck. There was a unique entrance by Pittman, the end, and caution, watching this match might make you hate wrestling. Well, it wouldn't make you hate wrestling. It'll, it'll, <laughs> like, it will, not might. No, it would make you hate these two wrestling. Yes. <laughs> um, the finish was Cobra misses a diving crossbody off the top, and then Pittman puts Cobra in the god-awful code red to make him tap. Um, I don't even know what the fuck the point of this match was. Uh, they should have just had a five-match card, in my opinion. But, I mean, screw Eddie Guerrero and Alex Wright. Hey, wait, wait, though. I got to counter that. It's his first TV appearance. You don't get on pay-per-view your first go-around. What the fuck is this? Rey Mysterio did. Yeah, but Rey Mysterio was, like, supremely talented. And Nothing against Eddie. Uh, I was going to say, no, no, no. lightly here, my And it was, it was a different time. That's a year and a half later. No, it's not. It's, like, less than a year later. Six more. months away. It's more Seven than a year. Seven months away. No. No. Isn't it a Halloween Havoc? No. Ray Mysterio debuts in 1996. I don't know what you want from me. Uncensored against Dean Malenko. Research, Jesse. That's what I want from you. Research. This is the guy that I read <laughs> Wikipedia, but I stopped when it said Tread. I read to the point where I was researching. I didn't want to research past that. Let's, all I'm saying <laughs> is generally, when it's your first goal, you don't get on the pay per view. Time to angle. That's amazing. Yeah. Generally. Ray Mysterio and Kurt Angle, yeah. Okay, just, guys. Yeah. just like stop how many wrestlers <laughs> have, have there been in those companies a lot a, a lot. lot okay and you've named two okay, good many. for you that's a very small what fraction was this, of people was this a challenge of me to go back in time and look yes and it'll still okay, be a small okay. fucking okay. fraction <laughs> waste your time that's okay but they're all talented <laughs> <laughs> fuck you hit the thing <laughs> oh. That's Morse code for this match sucks. Our next match of the evening is for the television title. We got one second. I had a lot of ringing in my ears, and that was a really loud bell. We got Diamond Dallas Page (laughs) facing the Renegade. Renegade is the champion going in. DDP 
wins by pinfall at 8 minutes and 7 seconds. So he is the new TV champion. Ben, what are your thoughts? I was really hoping that DDP was going to diamond cut the Renegade right at the beginning of the match when he turned him around and pinned him right there and then. Wouldn't that have been phenomenal? D- DDP would have got, like, performer of the decade if he did that. <laughs> of the decade. Of the decade. <laughs> Screw Brett and Sean. He would have gotten it right there. There you go. Um, this match was okay. DDP was really entertaining in this match. Especially with his spot where he headbutts Renegade and it acts like he's all discombobulated and I runs like, into the pole. I and like, yeah, right at the beginning. O- when, over the guardrail. That was, was great. My note was Renegade is so shitty that DDP has to bump himself. Hey! hey. <laughs> but it worked! It I was elevated the match. I was like, you do your thing. DDP's wearing too much gimmicks, though. He's yes. got way too many fucking he's, things. He's like going Ben's on. character on WWE 2K18. Holy fuck, he's got he's, the. He's working <laughs> out the cakes. The garb and the jacket and the cigar and the glasses and the 10 and Kimberly so confused and Max Muscle. Motherfucker. I can't wait till Savage goes to him and be like, whoa, total talent, brother. <laughs> you need one fucking gimmick and that's all you need. Um, I'll let you talk about the headlocks. Um, Renegade did a handspring and a back elbow into the corner. Damn. Apparently, apparently, Renegade likes the great Muda. And Hakushi. Uh, and it was actually decent. Yeah, he did it really well. Renegade was a movie he could do. But he didn't do a dropkick. No, he didn't. You guys do realize that when you guys get so excited to do a freaking cartwheel, it really emphasizes how bad a wrestler I know. he is. I know. Anyways, Renegade wasn't terrible in this match. It was passable. DDP psychology was well played as well, and I really enjoyed you it. You don't pay people to watch passable matches. Uh, okay, Ivan Meltzer. Let's hear, let's hear okay. what you got to Go say. Ahead, if this was in Tokyo... It'd be a seven, but it's not. <laughs> All right, carry on, Ben. Are you done? I said, Dave, go ahead. Okay, cool. But you were talking, so you probably didn't so hear make it. sure. So, yeah, interesting headlock spot. I'm trying to figure out how I would explain it. Because Renegade had DDP in a headlock, side headlock. And they literally went to all four sides of the ring. And the apron while they were in the headlock. Yeah. So I was like, interesting. Yeah. And then if, I believe it finished off with him face slamming him off the top rope, right? Yeah. 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 So I was like, that was pretty cool. I like yeah, that. It was, it was. And then from there, it went down. Uh, yeah. DDP is the originator of the 10 chant. Yeah. Which I know you love the 10 chant. You love the 10 chant. Fuck off. Uh, and even Renegade kicking out of his pinfalls is sloppy. Yeah. He's just so bad. I'm pretty he sure needs to run himself out of this company right quick. I'm pretty sure he's done. I don't think he's... I hope so. This is the... He, he diminishes down the card quite rapidly. Yeah. Um, the finish was Max Muscle grabs onto Renegade's leg as he's Ooh. running the ropes. Ooh. Oh, sorry. Sorry, one, sec- one second, one second. We had to send condolences to Max Muscle's family and friends. Because he did pass away last week. Yeah, yeah. That's um, right. So, condolences okay. to family and friends. Yep, from all of us at Squared Circle. Um... Uh, so yeah, he grabs onto Renegade's leg, and then DDP hits the diamond cutter to win. Oh my god, and a sloppy diamond cutter. Oh well, yeah, uh, Renegade took it really sideways. Really, yeah, really weird. But cravat cutter. The the, uh, the TV title is now on a a wrestler that we enjoy, so that'll be good. Are we clapping for the match or the fact that we don't have to see Renegade no more? Possibly both. Both. And I think if we knew for a fact we don't see Renegade, it would be cheers. Like, <laughs> it would be like, holy shit chance. <laughs> but we don't know that for a fact. <laughs> Our next match of the evening is for the tag team titles. we got Harlem Heat and Wahoo Dick. I mean, uh, Bunkhouse, <laughs> Wahoo Dick. <laughs> Bunkhouse Buck and Dirty Dick Slater 
Uh, Harlem Heat win by pinfall and win the tag titles at 16 minutes and 49 seconds. Dave. Dick should avoid technical wrestling because he's very stiff. <laughs> well, that's just an awful joke that I laughed way too hard for. But yes, yes. Terrible. He's so wooden. He's very bad. He's... <laughs> I don't think you meant that one. No, that was that was organic. <laughs> this one I wrote last night. I was like, I gotta say this. I've been waiting to like eighteen hours to say that joke. Yeah, yeah, Dick, yeah. Dick's not very solid in this. No, one. Oh, okay. no. Uh, wow, Slater can't even do an atomic drop. Nope. No, like he can't do it. He can't Just buy. Can't. He can't buy perfectly good boots either. He has to tape no. them up. Um, it feels as if there's no chemistry between these two teams. No, like it felt like there was no story. It was. It was like a. Let's go in there, do this, 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 and then we'll leave. I know Harlem Heat puts on really good matches later in their career. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. I am just like waiting for that time to come because, <laughs> yeah. like, right now I'm just like, motherfuck! Like, can we not give them decent opponents to work with? I know their talent is there, but Jesus Christ! Like, it, it oh. felt like it felt like Dick didn't like it felt like Dick didn't come to play. It just felt like he was just like, I'm gonna come get an easy paycheck. Yep. I'm just like, how many in the windows? No one's taking them out. <laughs> 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 it's like, trying too hard now. <laughs> trying too hard. You know. Yeah, Dick didn't. Ri- Dick. Didn't I'm really, I'm really pulling on this one right now. There right? you go. That's better. That's better. Dick really didn't rise in this. No. Yeah. Dick Slater is the worst. Like he, there's a spot where he, I call it the Enzo More spot. Oh. Where was it? Stephen Ray. Yeah. Yeah. Stephen Ray throws. Dick, he's supposed to go over the top bro when he flops on the rope. <laughs> and he's you know like what? kicking his feet. Like, I'll give him credit though because... Don't give him credit. No, just just for the fact because you know how Enzo like got stuck and then like, <laughs> and then, like threw himself over afterwards and it looked even worse? He just sat there. Oh, he, I just sat there. He kept his feet. <laughs> That's true. He was kicking his feet the whole time. And then there was a spot where one of the Harlem Heat guys were thrown towards him. So I thought, oh, it's going to end up with him like, having a comedy spot. Yeah. No. No. He actually stops. He's like, oh shit, I'll go somewhere else. Hits the rope on the other side. I'm like, oh my god. I'm just listening to the Benny Hill theme song while yeah. watching this match. And then we have the awkward, I'm going to say awkward because it was awkward, Sensational Sherry and the Colonel that was Parker not, situation. The whole, awkward. the whole point of the match was their whole love affair thing that they got going on. And, and I'm like, and we just talked at the beginning about a couple demeaning belts or diminishing belts. Yeah. And WCW did this. 25 years ago. And they did it in the, the opposite ring, so I was like, oh, is the ref going to be having his like focus on them now? Yeah, and then something bad's going to happen? But, no. but that didn't happen. No. They just, like, the ref just ignored it. I was like, oh, whatever. And then uh, the Nasty Boys came in. The sex. <laughs> and then the Nasty Boys came in, and I'm like, what is going on here? Would the match have been better if Harlem Heat was facing Wahoo Nick? <laughs> Probably. Alright, cool. Probably. We would have enjoyed it a lot more, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, ben. All right, I got to talk about this match, yes, too. Yes, you do. Yes. Um, let's see. Boring, boring, boring match. Didn't enjoy this at all. Slater and Bunkhouse were terrible to me. Harlem Heat were okay. Good athletic spots, at least, was something in this. Uh, the whole Sherry and Parker thing ruined the match, except the part where... Sherry was crawling around on all fours, <laughs> ready to declare. And, um, I do declare. And uh, just a crappy-ass finish. And, um, yeah, it was a chore watching this. Was this where we... Was this the, the, the first time we saw the axe kick? 
think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think okay. so. I, I don't know if it know because I didn't know if it was a factual thing or not. But I was like, oh, is that the first time we saw the axe kick? This match was quite boring. Ugh. Quite boring. Um, the finish was while Sherry and Parker were smooching in the other ring, the Nasty Boys came out and hit Slater with his own boot. I don't even know when Dick Slater took off his fucking boot, but the Nasty Boys got his boot and knocked him with it. And then Stevie Ray pinned him to win. <laughs> Isn't it like, funny, though, during the, the finish, the ending spot, where Nobs did all the work, and Jerry Sags was just standing there? Yeah. He's like, ah, good job, let's leave. Yeah, good, good what job. What are you in the ring, Jerry Sags? <laughs> didn't do anything. So, Nasty Boys uh, smacked Dick around pretty good. Yeah, that's right. They got if nasty. All, if all, so, <laughs> you know, it wouldn't have happened if we had... Wow, <laughs> you, you didn't even get, like... Not even one... Like, yeah, they booed me. Booed me right instantly. That's more for my joke. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had some problems there. Okay. Uh, the semi-main event... Daddy! Is the... <laughs> is the grudge match. Uh, Arn Anderson versus Ric Flair. The match Whoa. we never thought we'd see. We're seeing it. I was so Ar- excited for Arn this. wins by pinfall at 22 minutes and 37 seconds. Ben. Yes, you heard correctly. Ric Flair versus Arn Anderson. Now, for you wrestling historians, watch this match. Not because it was awesome, but this is pretty much a one and only shot that these two ever do with each other. So yep. watch it just for historic purposes. I enjoyed this match just for the fact that it's, yeah, like I said, the, the only one that they have with each other. And I mean, it's just, just throughout time. Like you thought, what would happen if Flair and Anderson actually had a match? Like what if Arn Anderson was a WWF champion and Ric Flair was the NWA champion, but you know, it never happened kind of thing. Um, great story told in the match. The fans were just loving it. I enjoyed every second of this match. Speaking of the fans, I love how they had the wrestlers out in, in the there. Crowd. Yeah. To watch this match, it gave it like like holy crap! This is a big match. This is like a once in a lifetime thing, not like Roxena, just the but an actual once in a lifetime thing, <laughs> you know. And they're and and they're all like talking and and uh, um, like I do declare was yeah. out there, and uh, he he had some makeup and stuff on him, but you know. But it's just kind the of, magnitude it gave yes. the match. I kind of felt bad for fans who were turned away though. We have no seats left. That's because we gave them the wrestlers who are on the show. Yeah, yeah. You don't get to see Anderson and Flair. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This is this is just me. The only thing that was missing, I thought it would I thought it'd be a little nastier of a match. Because they're both heels. Would, they both have I mean but both going horsemen. More, going more nasty, would that involve blood blood? Because they're not yeah. blood they're not yeah. allowed, they're not allowed blood at this time, right? I was kind of so, hoping they'd let one slide for this one, though. No, we have to fire Flair and Anderson. All right. And Vader and Orndorff and Rhodes. Yeah. The top roster. I guess. <laughs> but, yeah, this is just an amazing, amazing match. Best match on the card, bar none. Yep. And, yeah, watch this match. It's amazing. Go ahead, Dave. What do you got? Uh, the, I'm like, I was so excited. Cause I'm like, okay, these are two great workers. And I'm going to explain what I mean by that. They're both very good at selling. They're both very good at ring psychology. 
You guys remember the the Wrecking Crew days? Yep. Mm-hmm. Sorry, the uh, Minnesota Wrecking Crew days with uh, Arn and Oli, which they touch base on. Yes, they they, they reference it a yeah, lot. Yeah, Arn used to his one of his finishers was like the hammerlock on the ground. Yep. Just wrench your arm and pop your shoulder. So I was like, oh, this is gonna be so good. And they within the first thirty seconds to a minute, they had the fans within their palms. Yep. They were already like, <laughs> we got them. So from there, it gets just get you know it just gets better. Love the storytelling and the psychology. Wouldn't expect anything less from these two. So this match delivered all my expectations. Yep. And one thing that really stood out for me was I missed the days where fans would stand on their feet when a finisher was executed or being applied. Like when Flair went to give him the figure four, the, like you saw the first three rows stood on their feet. I they, miss those days because the finishers were so like meaningful. They don't do it anymore then. now no. because it's all about the near fall. You hit like sixteen finishers before. Yeah, now you hit sixteen. So you don't want to jump DDT. up. You don't want to jump up the sixteen times. You want to wait <laughs> and wait till so after that. Done. That really stood out to me was, wow, the fans all stood up, and then when Ann Arn when Ann when Ann when, Anderson when Arn reversed the figure four, they stood up again. Yeah. I was like, oh, they have these guys right in the palms of their hands, and I'm loving this match. Just watch it. I don't have many notes, because like we said, the matches that we love the most, we write the least. So the finish was Pillman got up onto the apron and distracted Flair. Flair punched him, and then as Flair turns around to go after Anderson, uh, Pillman kicks him in the back of the head. And the ref is dealing with Anderson at this time, and then Anderson comes over and hits a DDT. I love his DDT. I love his DDT. you know, even though, like, Pillman interfered, it didn't take away from the match at all for me. Uh, and I'm pretty sure this plays into a story it down the line. It intrigues you. Right? It's like, where's, where's this going? Yeah. Uh, great match. Great fucking match. And uh, one little uh, side note as well. Uh, Ander- Arn Anderson has said in an interview that he was so riled up and so emotional during his interview before the match that right after it ended, he actually went and actually vomited because he was just so riled up and just so emotional. Really? Yeah. You probably thought this would pro- propel him to the World Championship division. Yeah. Because that's one person that should have held the World Championship. Mm-hmm. One person among many. Among many. Yeah. Probably a bigger list than Ben's trying to do with the... That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? We got, we got any more? Two <laughs> thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up, all ten toes. Our main event of the evening is the War Games match, which leads into the match beyond, which fucking Michael Buffer didn't say because he's a goddamn tool. I can't stand him. We got the Dungeon of Doom, which is the Zodiac, the Shark. There we go. Whoops, wrong one. Why are you cheering? Because he's a shark. (laughs) He's a man shark. Kamala. There you go. I don't think you can do it for this guy, but Meng, who's like the only legit badass in this fucking match. Yeah. Actually, no, I'm actually going to give Ming this because he'd whip my ass if I didn't. That's true. Uh, And they are facing the Hulkamaniacs, Hulk Hogan, Randy Savage, Sting, and Lex Luger. Not Vader, because, you know, we don't get nice things. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Because that's just it. That's right. Uh, the Hulk, the Hulkamaniacs win at 18 minutes and 47 seconds. Uh, do you want me to just give the order of how the guys went in and then you go into your notes? I have one question. Do you think the Dungeon of Doom are going to win the first coin toss? 
War I'm games. That's the question. War games would not make sense if the face team got the coin. Could they do it once just to fuck? No, because the it people? doesn't fucking make sense. Can they do it just once, just to be like, whoa, the faces won this time? What? Uh, so Sting and Shark started off, and then Zodiac comes in, then Savage, then Kamala, Luger, Meng, and Hogan. Of course, Dave. Hogan comes in last. That's right, he's the leader. He's and then coward. he comes in and throws freaking powder everywhere. <laughs> hey. Evad uh, Meltzer, calm down. Alright, so nice vault clothesline over the both sets of ropes by Sting to Shark. God damn, is he impressive, hey, Sting? Jesus. Yep. Beautiful. Every, now, it feels like every three months, you do think, something and you're like, motherfucker, you yeah, good. He does this, he does that, he's big as a bull and he's quick as a cat. There you go. <laughs> Why can't you run like that in your diesel <laughs> Song. Yeah, my name is Diesel. Dun 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 dun. 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 I, Insert seventeen words. That's <laughs> <laughs> part of the joke, man. Come on. Um. So the, I, I got it now. The Dungeon of Doom is WCW's WCW's version of the Oddities. Yeah, for That's sure. That's all they are. Yep. Why the hell are they main eventing? I don't know. There's a reason why the Oddities were not main eventing. I've always wondered, like, that the Taskmaster's grand fucking plan to. De- to defeat and destroy Hulkamania is to bring back guys that he already beat. Yeah. Um, uh, Luger, <laughs> giant every time yes. Luger's in the ring, I feel like I'm watching an anime ah! cartoon with ah! his sound oh, effects. Boy, so, oh, it's, oh. When he gets hit, ah! and then when, <laughs> when the when the hit's more powerful, he yells louder. <laughs> well, yeah. Like he's when, always done that, though. May, I know, and it's, it, but we haven't seen him WCW for a while. So I'm like, oh, it's back. And but he was doing it in WWE. He's in the ring with the most vocal, which is Meng. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I so want Harley Race versus Luger versus Meng. You know who else? You, you won't hear the commentary. You know who else does a lot of sound effects? Is fucking Hogan. Ha, 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 ha. As he's punching, it's just like, holy fuck, it's this whole match. <laughs> if you actually took all his matches together, he'd probably do his theme song with that sound effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... <laughs> Hogan has done the most heel move in the whole match. Hey, it's he comes war. in and throws war. powder into it's war. There's no it's rules. War. So why wasn't his other teammates not being heels? They were attacking each other. Yeah, that's not being heels. That's being confused. <laughs> True. Savage was being a heel. He was using his shirt to choke well, the beat. shark. Yeah, actually, was seriously. Yeah, but this is my problem. Yeah, but what? And Luger's Luger. He'll be a heel. Hogan in like, comes in, in like last. a month. I'm sure. Hogan comes in last. Yeah, and he blinds everybody. It's called being smart. Yeah. Why wouldn't he share the powder then? Because he's Ooh. selfish. Thank you. <laughs> Fuck, I hate Hogan. Yeah. Evad Meltzer on point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if this match was in the Tokyo Dome, this is a seven out of ten. <laughs> or you mean North it's Korea? I'm sitting. I'm like Hogan. You come in last. You you can't share the powder with your friends. No. I'm like, hey hey guys. This is going to work at the end of the match. I'm going to blind everybody. But Sting, you're going to be in there against two people. Here's some powder. Or, you know what, Hogan? Go in first. What What if What if he offered it and they said no? Then they're all idiots. Well, then there you go. So he's, he's, Stop playing with my he's guy. He's the leader of idiots and he's a coward. This is what? why this was not a good what? match. Okay, what? <laughs> Hogan's a coward. I hate him. Can't stand him. Yeah. Um, this has been the worst war games. You're just jealous because your guy is the worst fucking No, he's off the rails. Life. He's too off the rails to be jealous. Like, what the hell are you talking about? This this coming from the Ultimate Warrior fan is the best part. Once again, I said I loved Warrior because of his entrance. That doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it wrong. His entrance is yeah. amazing. 
What was your guys' entrance? Rips a shirt. Ooh, impressive. Rips a shirt. That's right, he does. What was your guys' entrance? And wins fucking titles, bitch. Get, really? You want to you want to go there with Macho? <laughs> yeah, terribly. I, like, I was like, you can come every at- entrance he has was brutal. You can come and his at- outfits. I love them, but I hated them the same time <laughs> because they were so nice. In the greatest WrestleMania match of all time. So was Warrior. It took your guy seven elbow drops to meet my guy, and he didn't. And he didn't. Which means the elbow drop is now a bitch move. That is true. Ultimate Warrior is more powerful than Savage. And He's ultimate. He's beating both our guys. Yeah, you're a macho man. Ooh. And you're the immortal. That's wrong. My guy's ultimate. And he always proves Except it. my guy's still the only one living. Oh, come on. <laughs> you said immortal. Come on. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not, nothing. Alright, Evad Meltzer, keep it, keep it going. This was the worst War Games thus far. I don't think so. I think the one last year was worse. But Dusty? Was that last Dusty, year? Dusty, tell the finish and you'll see why this was the no. worst War Games of all time. Yeah, yeah. I, I had to go as Evad on this one. No, I thought, I thought... Okay, so where were we in 95? Yeah. 93 was shitty then. There was one that was, was bad. 93 was shitty. That's the one where Sid powerbombed Pillman no. into an accordion. So. Yes, it was. Oh, you're talking about the one that had the Tay teams in it that had no chemistry or no storyline with each other at all. That's the one. Yes. Yeah, that was that bad. That one Which was one? a little bit more That clustered. was bad. This was, was worse. Really? I didn't think it was worse. I didn't think this one was worse. Which it was the Hulkamaniacs versus the Oddities. Yeah, Look at the finish. If Dejudu. Hogan's team wins, he gets a one-on-one match with Taskmaster. Yeah! No one wants to see that! Everybody wants to see that. I want to see it. <laughs> Is Hogan the champ still? Yes. Yes. Exactly my point. When's he going to defend his what? title? He defended it against Vader. Yeah, but why wouldn't he defend his title against Taskmaster then? Because, because you want to see that patch. Really? At least the title's being defended. Oh, Dave. Jesus Christ. You're going full Meltzer here, buddy. I am. You're going full <laughs> Meltzer. Right. My sources tell me. <laughs> ben, we got to gotta take it out of his hands. Okay. Yeah, talk to me here. All right. I I'm always, still here. I'm going to uh, keep okay. talking. <laughs> <laughs> You ain't gonna silence me. So I always enjoyed the War Games matches. Always exciting, full of energy and intensity. This one, however, was so awful. Yeah. It's so awful, this one. one. Very, very boring, very cartoonish and predictable. And the giant at the end didn't help. It's a (laughs) terrible match. (laughs) That was... was Hogan... Yeah, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, Jesus. Okay, well, easy. Uh, are we not going to talk about the shark trying to do the same diving over the I was going to say that with Ben. And, he was uh, triggered and by that. Him, him getting terrible. caught up in it. He was terrible. <laughs> I thought it was impressive that he landed it on both ropes. Because that he, takes aiming. He didn't like Did nothing. he aim? I think so. I, I think so. I think so. <laughs> I, don't think he, I don't think he leaped thinking he was going to clear the fucking thing. I'm pretty sure that he thought he did. I can do this. <laughs> And I, I just thought of Free Willy. I saw Free Willy. I can do this. <laughs> yeah. I can't do this. Yeah. I can't do this. Yeah, Willy made it. <laughs> Shark didn't. I'm sure Willy got poached later in. Okay. In do you ever game. see in SeaWorld sharks jumping up and doing tricks? No, you see whales doing tricks. I saw it in that Jurassic World. <laughs> That's a really good example. Well, what? So I can't use the examples I have. No, because uh, they don't pertain. Okay, fuck you. I love that. A shark is not a dinosaur. A dinosaur is a dinosaur. Sharks are dinosaurs. 
dog. Shark's not a dinosaur. Yes, a shark is a shark. A shark's a fish. Shark? It's never had to evolve. It's because it's the pinnacle fucking... Yeah, this Matt, is a like dinosaur. Predator. Sharks are ultimate warrior. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> their, their entrance is fucking amazing. I just said the sharks have never had to evolve. Dinosaurs have Have you talked to, to a shark personally and asked them if Yeah, but they died. That's, how, that's why the sharks are so fucking good. But then that's why a shark is not a dinosaur. It is. It's from the dinosaur times, motherfucker. It's not a, that doesn't make it a dinosaur. It makes it prehistoric. Oh, motherfucker. Alternative facts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> talking about dinosaurs. This is how bad this match is, folks. Dinosaurs. We're talking about dinosaurs. Like, Mom, I just learned that sharks are not dinosaurs from this wrestling episode. Hold on. What? Okay, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Wikipedia this son of a bitch. You All guys right. keep talking about whatever okay, bullshit well, about Hogan and Warrior. All right. Um, Luger accidentally hit Savage during it, leading to a Was skirmish. it accidental? I don't think so. No, no one knows. I'm pretty sure Luger's going to turn heel about 17 million times while he's Probably, in WCW. Yeah. So, this is just the start. Uh, I'm going to do the finish. Hogan puts Zodiac in the camel clutch to make him submit. It was a very awful camel clutch. I don't even... Like, you were in a camel clutch with Iron Sheik 10 years ago. You can't remember how to do one, motherfucker? <laughs> God. Um, and then after it... I'm ready. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Today's sharks are descended from relatives that swam along dinosaurs in prehistoric times. They're related. That doesn't mean they are dinosaurs. Descended. Descendants. There you go. Motherfucker. I'm right. You guys? They're descendants. I am so confused. I'm right. Alligators and crocodiles. They're technically dinosaurs too. Because they're descended. Yeah. They're descendants. Motherfucker. God. Hogan gets a task. swam alongside dinosaurs and prehistoric And survived. Times. And survived. survived. Uh, Hogan gets the Taskmaster alone for five minutes. Throws so, are we saying that the shark in this match should have won? Damn yeah, right he should have. Well, he, he was fighting a lot. He was fighting a lot. That was the best part. <laughs> you're going to be called the shark. What's my gimmick? Bite people. <laughs> you're 500 pounds, but you're going to bite people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like this, they should have called him like Land Shark Also, or uh, Sting uh, su- uh, scoop slammed the shark, and it goes for it again, and then he fell on him. I'm like, shouldn't it have been done the opposite way? But I don't Well, know. also, Sting <laughs> actually hurt his back, and so he goes for it again. It's like and I'd also like to say, I've told Dave that I don't like how NXT's War Games didn't have a roof. I am, really? ch- I am changing my tune... Um, Dave was right. They should not have a roof because Savage goes up to do a fucking double axe handle and he hits the roof and he's like, shit! He kind of fell off and he's like, ah. You couldn't have changed that after Pillman got dropped in his neck? Uh, well, the NXT hadn't had his war games yet. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't have that, that. So this is twice in one episode that you have said Dave is right. Dave is right. Evad's right. Which is still not really good because so, I've been wrong a lot of other times. Hogan gets the Taskmaster low for five minutes, beats him up. Giant comes out and actually looks quite um, um, athletic. Athletic, like. Using... Well, did you see how he got into the cage? Yeah. Like holy shit, he's like parkouring in there. Yeah. Parkour, and then, parkour. And then he hops into the other ring, and I'm just like, motherfucker, this guy. like you forget how athletic. I thought it was going to do like a springboard on Corona, you know. Um, but then he tries to break Hogan's neck. Like literally, does the neck snap? So like, murder's okay now. 
But I guess he tried to run him over before, so... We didn't want to do the butcher get electrocuted. That is true. That is true. So WCW's thing is murder. Yeah. Uh, fuck murder is okay in WCW. Uh, I'm pretty sure this leads to the Giant winning the title at Halloween Havoc. Is that correct? Uh, no, we haven't gotten there yet. Spoilers! Okay, it's 24 <laughs> years ago. We're fine. But, I, yeah, he does win. I mean, it's 2019. Havoc. People don't like spoilers the at Yeti! all. The Yeti! The Yeti! Oh, no. I'm uh, making a sound for that, too. The oh, Yeti! No. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. When we did see Demon. Oh, that's oh, many years that's later. That's a while. That's he a while. Was, he, was, he was my favorite. Ah, uh, no yeah. This match was just okay. It was just like me. No, it sucked. Me. I give it a negative seven stars. Of course you would, Meltzer. Yep. Okay, Evad. of cavemen does that make us cavemen hey this was talked about off air we don't no care. it does that not is true. That we is are true. not cavemen still but we're descendants sharks are pretty badass and the sharks should have i never said the sharks weren't <laughs> badass but they're not dinosaurs Dinosaur. they're descendants but are sharks related to megalodon yes they are is the megalodon not a dinosaur no uh all the movies have told me that yeah that's a dinosaur yeah dinosaur. that's why it's Jurassic Park. Is. or that's yeah, why it's have you, have you not watched the meg well, the no, I actually really haven't. It's good. I, have, I haven't. It, it's good. It, it's good. I've it's seen Sharknado. Sharknado. <laughs> All five of them? So we are officially <laughs> experts on sharks, is what we're trying to, to say. To be continued. Yes. Okay, back to the episode. My premier performer is DDP, because he entertained the hell out of me. Arn and Ric Flair were too easy. I mean, you knew they were going to be good, but DDP just... He was one of those shockingly... Which gimmick uh, entertained you of DDP's? Of, was, of the ten he the has. The cigar. <laughs> probably probably <laughs> the ten. He's, run, he's running through all the gimmicks. Like, I had to think one. about them. Not There's a one. lot of them. Not that one. Not that one. Not that. And the, okay, diamond, yeah. the diamond doll. Was yeah, I was going to say the gimmick I liked was the diamond doll. Yeah, but she got mad when he's like, ten. She's like, oh, again? Yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> I laughed my ass off in that part. And my tool is Lex Luger because he doesn't know how to high so five. So you wouldn't pick the easy one for the performer, but you pick the easy one for the tool? Yeah. All right, fair enough. Is Luger. You explained all the reasons why we should pick Luger in high five. the match he was in. What high five? You missed it. <laughs> look at the... Okay, this is for the, the listeners. When you go for a high five, look at the elbow and you'll never miss. Or you Chanda, can be like Chanda, Lex. Chanda. You can be like Lex Luger. Never miss. Look at look my elbow, Ben. Oh, what the hell was <laughs> he that? Look at your elbow. Never miss. You never miss. He almost fucking missed. He almost missed. <laughs> You're that one out of like two million. Luger. <laughs> and what was your score? score was, oh, there it is. It is four out of ten. All right, Dave. All right, my performer, I gave the Johnny B. Bad. Because he was really good. Was it bad? He actually went for 30 Is minutes. Is Johnny good? <laughs> went for 30 minutes. We say that every time. <laughs> he actually went and he impressed me. Yep. So I was like, you know what? He's never been given my performer before, I don't yep. think. So yep. I give it to him Who's now. Your, he your tool? 
My tool is Dick Slater, which wow, Dick. I think that's a pretty good tool. Considering. Yeah, that Dick didn't rise. <laughs> yeah, no, he he well deserved it. He did not perform well. He was pretty oh, much. Jesus. <laughs> What's the score? Uh, Dick did for my not jokes. Perform. Ten out of ten <laughs> for the pay per view. For the pay per view, three out of ten. All right, that's how I feel. Uh, my performer was Arn Anderson, and the tool went to Sergeant Craig Pick- Pittman because he's the fucking drizzling shits. I want to um, see Pittman versus. Uh, Dick. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> I was totally Pittman versus Dick. <laughs> yeah, Pittman versus Dick. Uh, I gave the uh, pay per view a five out of ten. The two matches I really liked, and I think that everyone should go watch: Pillman versus Johnny B. Bad and Arn Anderson versus Ric Flair. Have you noticed a trend with Jesse? He actually says why he likes, like he he gives why he gets scored. We don't do that. No, you guys are like this is my score. Fuck you. Yeah, we, we should yeah. do that more. We should say our favorite matches and stuff because that way Jesse doesn't look like he's. I said the best match of the card was Arn versus Ric Flair. Yeah. Yeah, so I kind of did do that. Jesse explains where his scores, like, um, his. Okay. I explain why my scores are high because I tell you. Why you oh, no, we don't, oh, no, we don't tell, we no. don't tell our scores. No, you're right. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Gotcha. Um, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hashtag Squared Circle Rewind YYC. Our podcast is on Spotify or any other platform to get your podcast on. Sure so is. Take a listen. Uh, subscribe. Spotify is our most follow. common. Yes, and Spotify is really easy to use. Hello, California. Thank you. Um, next week, we review WWF In Your House 3 with the main event of Two Dudes with Attitudes versus Owen Hart and Yokozuna. The Steiner Brothers? What? The Steiner Brothers. <laughs> the Dudes with Attitudes in WCW were in 1991. It was the, the Steiner Brothers and Sting and Eli Gante. They're the Dudes with Attitudes. Yeah, but I said Two Dudes with oh, Attitudes. Oh, Two Dudes with Attitudes. My mistake. You know, if you're going to question me, listen, motherfucker. God. And it is for Pen all the is belts. A <laughs> oh yeah, yeah! Get that fucking soundbite on there. This Dude, do a soundbite for yourself, you yeah. narcissist. Yeah. <laughs> ben being a motherfucker. By uh, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, hope to have you back next week. <laughs> Don't what? sound desperate. What? We hope to hear from you soon. Please, please <laughs> come back. I'm sure Ben will be a motherfucker. So tune in to I that. I will be. And Dave will be a bitch. And I'll be wrong about dinosaurs. <laughs> Thanks for listening! You all come back now! See you next time!